Um, Gerard, I just, it's kind of a fun question, I guess, but just what differences can you share um, about Bill Belichick maybe as your, as a coach during a bye week, say, as opposed to your boss during a bye week? Did you learn anything new about or see anything interesting behind the scenes this past week and a half? Oh, uh, thanks, Sarah. Um, I'll be honest with you, coach is the same person day in and day out. So it doesn't matter if it's a bye week or, you know, Super Bowl week. He, I mean, he's the exact same person. Uh, we did a lot of self-scout, a lot of film work. Um, and then we prepared like it was a game week. So I would say it's, it's, it's pretty similar. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Next question, Mark Daniels, followed by Mike Petraglia. Hey, Gerard, how are you? I'm doing well, Mark. How are you? Doing all right, thanks. Um, actually, I wanted to ask you about a rookie defensive lineman, um, Byron Coward. Have you had much interaction um, with him? What can you tell me about him, and what can you, what have you kind of seen from, um, you know, Byron during his first go around here in the NFL? Yeah, Byron. Um, you know, he's come in. Has, well, first of all, let's talk about his physical stature. I and mean, he's a big man, uh, strong, able to do a lot of different things. Uh, definitely comes to work each and every day. Uh, since he's out early out late at practice, uh, trying to get better. He has a great room, uh, older guys in there to learn from, and uh, a coach that's willing to work with him. So definitely uh, hopeful that he continues to grow. Uh, obviously, as a rookie, you have to continue to work on fundamentals, and I put Byron in that same category. And um, a, a different question. Um, as, a, as a former linebacker, how difficult of a challenge is it to slow down a guy like, like Zach Ertz? And, you know, what does not only your position group have to do, but the defense as a whole to, um, you know, cover this guy for four quarters? Yeah, it's tough. You know, anytime you have a player like, you know, any of the, you know, Ertz or any of these guys, uh, a special player like that, it doesn't, it's not just one person, right? So it's multiple people uh, covering them with different people, hitting them from different angles. Uh, you just can't show him the same look. Uh, he's been doing it well, now. This is what year seven for, for Zach. Uh, he's been playing at a high level. So definitely going to take all 11 guys on the field to, to try to slow him down. Great. Thanks, Drew. Thanks. Uh, next question, Mike Petraglia. Oh, thanks, Stacey. Uh, Gerard, I'm curious um, what you've seen from uh, Juwan Bentley and how much uh, fun it's been working with him in, in his development uh, in what has essentially been his first year. Yeah, thanks for the question, Mike. Uh, yeah, well, first of all, he wears 51, so naturally I have a – Yeah, there's that. With <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, Bentley's one of those guys, you know, he's very talented, um, very talented. And to your point, this is like a rookie year for him at the same time. He's been around the organization. Uh, he knows what to expect. He comes to work and brings his hard hat each and every day. And going back to the room, you know, you look at that room, it's Jamie Collins, it's Dante Hightower, Kyle Van Noy. He has a bunch of guys who are, you know, who are very helpful, smart guys, but also good football players and willing to work with them. Uh, it's, it's definitely been a pleasure uh, to help him in his development. Um, we'll see how it goes. And if I can follow up, when you throw something new at him or something he may not have seen before, how does he respond to that? Oh, he's a smart guy. You know, what the do? He's like an engineer, but uh... – He's a smart guy. You can throw a, a bunch of different things at him. And that's what we pride ourselves on here, you know, linebackers you know, for the Patriots is just overall versatility. And with that, you have to be a smart guy to play different roles. But, you know, he's no different. Thanks, Sherrod. Thanks. Next question, uh, Evan Lazar, followed by Mike Weiss. Hey, Gerard. Uh Just wondering, 
with you guys, you guys have your linebackers a lot of the time, the inside backers uh, scraping or, or reading the running backs at the second level in the running game. How difficult is it both, you know, as a player and when you're coaching it to balance being aggressive and coming downhill at blockers versus kind of reading and scanning uh, multiple gaps like you might have those guys can do in, on a regular basis? Yeah, you know, I always preach, you know, don't get downhill until you know the scheme or until you know who's blocking you. And, uh, I mean, that's part of the game. You know, it's not like back in the day where people would line up in big personnel, you know, two backs, a fullback. You kind of knew what to expect. Nowadays, people are, you know, they're running the ball out of small people and throwing it out of heavy people. So, definitely reading your keys uh, uh, helps you as far as getting downhill and not getting downhill. hope that answers your question. Yeah, it did. Thank you. You know, Mike Reed followed by Phil Perry. Hey, Gerard. Um, you know, I was curious, how much extra time do you get to spend with your brother that you wouldn't normally get to spend with him just because you guys are sort of working together, I, I guess I would say, for the first time, right? <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the question, Mike. Uh, you know, for, for seven years or eight years, he was in Canada, so I didn't really get to see him much. Uh, it's, been, it's been great working with him. You know, with that being said, I, I rarely see him. You know, he lives in the weight room and I live in the film room. So uh, we cross paths in the hall and try to grab lunch when we can. But uh, for the most part, we're in two totally different worlds, even though we're in the same building. Yeah, that's interesting. I was curious about that. Thanks, Gerard. No, thanks, Mike. And looks like the last question will be Phil Perry. Go ahead, Phil. Hey, Gerard. Um, coming hey, off a bye here chance to ask you a little bit of an off-the-beaten-path kind of question, man. Uh, I think I don't think you're the only Patriots assistant coach with a social media profile, but I think you have the most significant social media profile. And uh, it seems like this year you've been updating uh, pretty frequently with some, some motivational messages or some thought-provoking messages, and I'm wondering where those come from and why you choose to post them. Uh, you know, I read a lot, and, uh, you know, sometimes people need those nuggets. You know, I don't like to post about just things, you know, material things. I just like to drop little, keep, uh, little nuggets of wisdom. And I'm hopeful, honestly, that my linebackers, that the linebackers see those posts. You know, they see those posts. Uh, it definitely helps motivate me. And, you know, the season is long. Sometimes you need those words of encouragement. Uh, it's definitely an up-and-down season, even though we're sitting here at 8-1. and one, Sometimes you need – uh, you, you know, you got to take a step back and, and realize that, and some of those folks uh, help with that. So hopefully, it's helping you, Phil. It is. It is. I'm I'm thinking a lot more uh, when I'm on the internet. Thanks to you. I I, <laughs> I do want to ask you though, by posting those, and look, you haven't been out of the league that long, I know, but how much has social media changed the locker room, or how players are thinking about? things or maybe even thinking about their own performances at time has it been a significant shift that you've seen yeah i think it's a i think it's by you know player by player basis you know i remember when i first came into the league you know you think about the room it was like junior Seau, mike grable teddy Bruski, guys who wouldn't you know they had flip phones right they had flip phones for the longest time they still had blackberries in their pockets so they weren't even really thinking about social media so when you would go in the locker room I would say that with the overall vibe, you know, you're not playing cards and things like that. And now the younger generation, you know, they're checking the social media and things like that. But I think the players around here do a good job, you know, when they're in the building really focusing on football. 
but but if I had to say, you know, something that's changed, I'm sure when they're on their phones, they're, they're checking that stuff. As far as uh, how it, you know, how it, you know, kind of affects them, you know, what people say on social media and things like that, I really don't think they take much into that. You know, everyone isn't a Patriot fan, so I think they realize that. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Charlie. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Dave.